1: If I can say um, hello to all the listeners out there, um, what, a, what a great um, adventure it's been, sharing all these thoughts with you, and uh, as I say um, from the roadside on um, just north of Leans, if I can say a, a sincere apology to the listeners for my, um, I'm guessing what were, 48 ums in 124 seconds of uh, voice recording in my last little voice recording, I will endeavour to improve on that. And one little one little point I did want to bring was that, um, although the ra- the stage is just starting now, so by the time you hear this, everyone will have a much better idea. But the how amazing the dynamic of the break has 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 changed what getting in the break means now in this year's tour. The I think it really started with Kratowski where everyone was sure he, no one could make it on the, from the break that day to the finish and win the stage. But then, of course, our screen has just continued on and just made, changed the whole way the races or getting in the break has changed. And um, going into today's second last stage of the tour, where there are, I think there are 11 teams that haven't won a stage, that will be very interesting to watch. It's been great, everyone. Hope you've enjoyed this tour. I certainly have. Next time.
2: What was, who was the winner of stage seven of the Tour de France? No consulting. Philipson. Yes. Where was it? First time I've ever won a quiz. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's that's absolutely possible. Yes. Where was it, Pete?
3: Um, It was, so we had... Had the, um, we had the Bilbao stage, Pyrenees. Yeah, that then was Then we crossed over into Bay Bayonne. We stayed.
2: Oh, what? Wait, oh, we just, a, we just done a wrong David.
4: Yeah,
2: It's oh, okay, oh. okay, we're okay, we're okay. Oh, no, we're not. Oh, no, no, we're, we're not. not. We're no, not. Okay. It's okay, it's fine. That's okay. Right, so for some context, but that was a little moment, the occasion... Actually, that's the first time we've done it, yeah. I think, on this year's Tour de France. Um, well, it's well, actually all stems back to the missing charging cable if you really unpick it that is actually it because
4: I'm oh. having to use the Citroen um, in-house and I'm not used to it. it's got a crappy Something. directional system sorry Citroen yeah. and I'm used to CarPlay, Google Maps and yeah. I didn't know where to go there thanks Pete
3: it's okay yeah thanks the dodgy cable yeah. company that I bought my phone charger off So it's decided co- it's to stop working it's a whole
2: night. load of sort of like collateral it's the butterfly effect that's just really unseated us in all sorts of unspeakable ways as well, I've just poured a load of liquid over my family's accreditations which are coming to France and my iPhone as well, so a lot happened in the two minutes since we started podcasting, we're on a 500 and something kilometre t- transfer from the Vosges mountains to Paris and we've only just begun via a supermarket stop but well, but anyway, well done for answering that question correctly, Pete. Thank uh, you. Very impressive. Very impressive. Who finished runner-up in the King of the Mountains competition? Felix Gall. Vinegar. Vinegar. Oh, he did because he yes. got points well, in the last climb. The baby. Yeah. What well, did he get points in the last climb? I don't know. One climb. What happened over the top? No, to I think Felix Gall was. Yeah, it actually might be... Yeah, Felix, you're yeah, absolutely right. Oh. oh, what is this? Okay, All right. I'm going to concentrate. Yeah, you guys concentrate, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I we'll can't pod. do both. Yeah, yeah. That's... Um, this has got to be right. I reckon... We're heading basically west, David. Where the sun is setting is the direction we need to be going I don't know if that helps. Probably not. <laughs> um, yeah, it's one. Of the, it's a complicated motion. It's
3: motor, like eight different ways you can go. Head west, David! <laughs>
2: west! Yeah. Follow the sun! Feels like we're heading <laughs> south at the moment, but we you know maybe 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 that'll change. <laughs> um, yeah, Felix Gall. So I didn't actually know the answer to that question that I just asked you. So uh, there we go. Uh, did you enjoy that mountain top, Pete? Like, forget about the race. Did you enjoy being on the mountain? It was cold, wasn't it?
3: It was cold. It was windy. I was naked. Were you there? Were you there? I was cold. I was naked. Were you there? Hello. What's that? That is um, a hymn that everyone must have sang at school. Because you said it was cold, it was windy.
2: I was cold, I was naked. Were, were you
3: there? there, were you there, I was cold. And the trees and the... And the name don't matter, I'll be there. <laughs> no? I did not sing that song I did not cool. Seriously? I sing that one.
2: No. I didn't, I, but I sang lots of hymns, but not that what? one. What? <laughs> Sounds good. Well, we'll Can we'll
3: I listen, we'll see if our listeners have, because that'd be a bit weird. Anyway, the, the top of the mountain, it was alright, wasn't it?
2: It was very... It was village-fet,
3: it was very village-fet. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was very humble and grounded wasn't it and
2: yeah it was, it was Vogue it was um, and but it's just quite an interesting place to have a finish with the way that the, the route kind of switched back and around itself so it was a sort of natural amphitheatre and then where you had the set at the end of the show you were kind of literally right on the line weren't you and it was super loud and Gary had problems with his hair and, and uh, you used a lot of hairspray yeah. just to hold it all in place
3: David's made a quick sort of
4: transfer from the commentary yep. booth to join me on set that but it was took
2: him by surprise he wasn't expecting to
4: he no jumps I was just not jumped yeah. you know I think I know why because he had about half an hour to fill yeah mm. that's the only reason they needed extra filling time filling words
2: extra fillers mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. where
4: I was there.
3: thought you could um, yeah. actually like fully that was the best the race race watching
4: spot ever, yeah. Pete. I was so jealous. I could see the grimace,
3: the tense of the bars. The it was it was epic. Honestly, probably my favourite part of the tour so far. In were terms of like split second, what you see, it was like wow.
2: So you were standing. You were already on the. It's set. on like a uh, yeah. When so when they came to the line, pugacha and Vingegaard and the rest of them. Yeah? Was it
3: like a they bear
4: they bear left, didn't they? Uh, and then slightly uphill. Two hundred so meters to a, go. It was where um, Vingegaard tried to do the inside dive. Or it did he did? Yeah, it was the, he did the right decision. Yeah. Was a smart oh yeah. So I didn't moment. see
3: this because I was waiting for them to come by. Ah. yeah. But it was just yeah, vinegar was on closest to me maybe. Yep. Yeah, yeah he took the inside dive. And then and the, yeah. you could just see Pog starting to. It was almost like right, let's go. Yeah. So so cool. Yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah. yeah. It was a great. <laughs> it was a great finish. It was a great finish. And Felix Gal just being kind of amazed and surprised to find himself in the mix there with those two and not quite knowing what to do about it and the way that bit oh we're talking about the race, sorry but that, just briefly before we return to other things. No I think it's fine if we're naturally if we no, naturally really talk really good about race. the race uh, Okay good, I'll yeah. persist then my favourite bit of the race today was when Pagacha attacked Vingegaard and once again you know that no way of dropping Vingegaard, it's just too good Pogacar can't drop him So instead of persisting with the efforts, he slowed right up and then Vingegaard wasn't tempted to sort of counter him or do anything daft and then the both of them just looked round and went, oh yeah, Felix, (laughs) we'll just use him. And there was Felix Felix Gal coming, "Ah, ah, ah, ah," and he got to them and he kind of like really fast and they just went straight onto his wheel and he was like, oh. Yeah,
4: just basically, he was like a a pseudo teammate. It was brilliant. Like a Sep replacement, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Sep! Pog yeah. was up the SEP.
3: saddle for a while, wasn't he, when he went? Yeah, Whoa.
4: loves it. But really I gotta cool. say, and we spoke, Pete and I spoke about this, and we, we touched on it. I just find it brilliant and kind of hilarious just how traumatized Vingegaard is by Pogacha. because for the most of that client, especially towards the top, it was as if he had a like a nervous tick kind Of looking behind him all the time, he was just, so lucky behind and Pogaccia him. Pogaccia wasn't going to attack, so he must have thought it was hilarious. Pogaccia, because he'd obviously that by that point was 100% invested in winning the sprint, yeah. So he was like, oh, just chill out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going and he should have just gone off and said, I'm not gonna attack, just stop it, but yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I like,
2: had a nervous tick, but he wasn't, yeah. But, but Pogaccia had a kind of thousand yard stare. Here's a question for you. You What's well that?
3: you both. Yeah. Has there any has there ever been a second place that a toys had so much power on the yellow jersey? Not power but no, in terms of influence so. and how they are. He's like he he just got vinegar always second guessing. Yeah, yeah. And he looks uncomfortable. Any other yellow jersey straight away I'm thinking armstrong oh, and aura. Right. They kind of I'm own it, but I they. went straight yeah. to I but went straight to No, armstrong it was here. completely yeah. different.
4: Yeah, Ulrich never really no, it frightened was never them. Threat. it was more a psychological yeah, yeah, you're right the yellow jersey kind of dominated the, the uh, second it's always race. dominated hasn't it yeah
2: and Lance knew that and Lance played on that so all his public utterances were yeah I'm worried about Leon, uh, Jan even Jan, Chris Jan, Froome you know. knew it yeah yeah who else uh, like Contador, Contador was, was, do you think Contador worried well you were in the 2013 tour Contador was the big threat wasn't he yeah was but it?
3: he never made Froome you know Tread on eggshells.
2: No, that's true. That's true. But they, that was a good rivalry, I think, Froome Contador, because of the different styles. And also the way that Contador would then both the riders would go to the Vuelta. And Contador had a way of reversing it. Yeah, it was a different rivalry. Wasn't yeah, very it? different. But it was a good one. Mm. Mm. Contador was
4: kind of Pogarcher esque in the sense that. Yeah, he's a he racer. Know, he's a proper racer, just doesn't care. Yeah. Not Goes that Froome isn't, it. but different
2: kind, different styles. Uh, yeah, very different styles. And Froome yeah. was quite being a guardian, actually in certain mm. ways you know
3: tacked way more than vinegar uh, yeah, way, yeah. Mo- way yeah. more actually
2: so i did um when i was waiting to commentate on the podiums i did a little bit of research and i looked at um this tour de france and i looked at the head-to-heads between uh Pogacarra and vinegar in terms of um their, their placings on stages and i discounted all the days that weren't gc days at all so from the time trial and all the mountain stages where it was a gc race I look back and their head-to-head was 10, re- 10 days of racing and Pogacar finished ahead of Vingegaard on seven of those days which, which is just kind of characteristic of and then at the end uh, Vingegaard's won it by 7 minutes and 29 seconds It's um, I thought I said quite a bit about the, the different styles of racing and the way this whole battle played out and that this was just a sort of flipping the race back as if the, the, the intervening sort of beginning of the third week hadn't happened, and you know, it just felt like we were back in the Pyrenees again today. But it did. It was good. That yeah, was good. It felt like, it, yeah, it was good. And it was just a, it was a sort of end of. It Friday. was a reminder,
3: I guess, from, for what we've got to look forward to over the next two to three years. Yeah. After the last, you know, two to three days where it's been, yeah well, it's, it's been great racing, but since the time trial and then the Colts to the Loz way, obviously, lost loads of time. Yeah. It was like back to back to what the yeah. second week was. Yeah. First week.
2: But there was an interview that Daniel or Matt did with Mario Ginetti yesterday. Yeah. That I keep thinking about. Where they said where he Mario it was full of love and praise, wasn't he, for
4: For, for Tade. For Tade Pogaccia. Yeah.
2: But also said, you know, we came to this race and we really genuinely weren't sure you know, if he could even be close to the right form because of the limited amount of time he'd had on the mm. bike post. Um, but the early signs were so encouraging that we all bought into it. And we were warned by... Who was it? Inigo
4: San Milan. Uh,
2: and who's he, David? Isn't hey, it's team? his coach, Pogaccio's coach. Pogaccio's yeah. coach. He did keep saying, this, won't, this can't hold. So, David, Yeah. this sports director...
3: No, he's uh, not a sports director. Inigo San uh, Milan. He's the no, the... Um, Mauro Giannetti. Yeah. Giannetti. He's the general manager. He's general manager. He yeah. was your... He was my general manager General manager Sunday And developed. also Samuelan was your Coach Coach yeah. This is crazy by the way Isn't yeah, it? Yes, It's yeah.
4: isn't it?
2: Yeah Because
3: no one will know this Listen to him That David has had the same general manager And the yeah. same coach Yeah As, yeah. as, totally as the, the person we're talking about For um, three weeks Yeah that It's exactly. quite interesting
4: It is really interesting Because that was before Kind of Inigo Samuyan Became the Inigo Samuel of today Because yeah. he was pretty advanced On what he was doing And um Amaro Giannetti, I mean Let's be honest. It was a pretty controversial team, Sonny Duval. Yeah, and so. before
2: that, he was um, with Astana when Vinokurov got popped off the race in 2007. Yeah. So it's for context. Gennetti has been on some pretty dodgy teams. Yeah, in the in the past. Mm. But give us a reason why we should have faith in him, David. I mean, uh,
4: yeah. I mean, was, I think um, that was a different team, different culture. He was, uh, he knew my concerns about the team at the time and listened to them but i think felt quite powerless about it all and uh i think then what happened with the huge explosion kind of really woke him up to everything and then Nigo san milan was like the biggest anti-doping kind of crusading coach who was on that team as well and kind of worked with me and then actually at at garmin sharp as well we worked together um so was interesting that he then went when he's kind of got uae up and running went back to nigo san milan Mm. knowing that Inigo San Milan he ended up leaving Spain Inigo San Milan because he was so disillusioned by everything and that's where he went to the States where he's actually based now in Colorado right Um, but yeah so the fact that uh, Mauro Giannetti Inigo San Milan went to work back with Mauro I think says so much about the kind of culture of that team yeah now because I can vouch 100% for Inigo San Milan because me and him were fighting the same fight uh in like two thousand six, seven, eight, nine, seven, eight, nine. And he actually left the sport for a bit and came back. Um, so is that when I kind of learned that he was Pogatra's coach, I was like, what? And you guys sent that's amazing. I was kind of so pleased for him. Because he's back and at the highest and all the kind of the processes and the science he believed in is actually working once you kind of got the right, the right a- athlete. The athlete. <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't,
3: isn't he on the verge of um, creating the equivalent of, uh, you know, what we see on a Garmin or a Wahoo that reads your watts. Like a live lactate reader.
4: That was always his big thing. So yeah. I think he's very close to it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, oh yeah, because then he wanted to use it, talk talking about, I, I checked him out recently on social and he's talking about how it can be transferred over to kind of cancer research. Um, That's it, yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, that would be nuts. That would be flipping the usual paradigm yeah. completely on its head where... Um, sports science and indeed doping science inherits things from the medical industry yeah that would be like oh putting, yeah. the, putting the whole yeah the
4: complete opposite it's pretty interesting because if you look at it like that what the human body goes for the Tour de France is kind of really pushing the frontiers of kind of how deep you can take it kind of pushing the body to the limit and how it recovers and adapts there's not you can't test that in other places really yeah it's yeah. um and then the kind of the training loads etc so it's about time they started actually transferring that knowledge kind of into wider society and mm. medical science mm. because mm. there's got to be some interesting learnings there. Mm. Um, but yeah, but going back to Pog, actually, what was interesting as well in the post race interviews was he was asked by Seb um, what was his best bits of the tour? And he said on the team bus. Yeah which I thought was so telling and this is always something Pete Yeah, we we were speaking about this at the beginning of the tour quite a lot yeah how important your team morale is you can not win a stage
3: or even get any form of results but you can come away from a race with good memories if the morale on the team bus is is like that it's just yeah it's just yeah it's uh,
4: and, and that was then kind of telling again in Mario Ginetti's post-race interview today yeah, yeah. where yeah. he was talking about Tade and kind of how he's turned around and he said well he's had a f- couple of days to recharge recharge his morale mm-hmm. mm. which was really he didn't say physically no mm. it was like he needed to recharge his morale but yeah which explains so much he's, he hasn't taken a hit like he did on, which for sure is physical uh, which is what you were saying before Ned the fact that it was probably always going to happen with his lack of racing from Liège and mm. the load, mm. but he's never taken a, a complete blow up like that. He's never had it in his career, mm-hmm. and on that stage, no. Because
2: last year's defeat to Vingegaard had all sorts of mitigating circumstances, yeah. didn't it? Where you could explain, he raced himself out. Yeah, he would raced yeah. himself out. There was the Roglic factor. There was this, that, and the other. There was the crash, but this one is just a was a complete hammer blow. I thing, think you know, you know,
3: twice. Everyone's going to get to see that on the the Netflix. Yeah, on chains. True, because they've they've joined it, haven't they?
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: Everyone knows that by now.
3: Pete was just waving
2: at the little Trek team bus, and now he's opening the window, and he is waving at the Ineos team bus. Don't know if he's got a response. No. (laughs) Thing (laughs) is, is it pitters? Was it
3: pitters? (laughs) (laughs) My hair looks mad anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Quick blow dry out the window. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Well, that was.
2: Yeah. I loved the other thing he said about so uh, Seb Piquet's um, interviewing technique was on show again. That kinda laid back Well, uh, you must be delighted. A very, very important way to uh, finish the tour and all this sort of thing and then but to be fair to Seb, he listened to Tade Pagacha's really upbeat first answer and then he said, Well so maybe the best thing another week (laughs) And Tade went, Yeah, another week and then he went, No, only joking, we'll go go home on Monday sort of Mm. thing. But it was nice. It was nice. A nice moment. A good race. But nothing compared to the sight of T-bone steak. Um, yeah. On, on the on the on the which which climb was it? The petit, petit ballon. The petit ballon. Mm. Yeah. The first one was the Ballon d'Alsace, wasn't it? Yeah. And the, the the penultimate climb was the petit ballon, which is not petit. It's pretty big.
4: Yeah. That was some ride, wasn't it? Yeah. That was full of moche. Yeah. And yeah. in hindsight, it does seem like it was a kind of hail mary, mm-hmm. because the way he then blew up the next climb. Yeah,
2: but uh, I would. It's the right thing to do, though. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, so, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He was in the race. He was off the front. It looked amazing. At that moment it was amazing. What you wouldn't replace it for the world? Yeah, no. yeah. Like you wouldn't. Final turn. Oh, come on. And he wasn't. He wasn't kind of disheartened or demotivated by no. the fact that obviously. <laughs> with the way they were racing behind it you flagged it up in commentary Peter. you just went oh no as yeah. soon as it was a mark Soler started riding you just went ah, well this is only going one yeah. way isn't it the stage win is between well what? the stage win is pocket basically what i will it. say in his defences,
3: even yeah. to just be off the front at that yeah. moment in the bike race so hard it's so hard yeah well and I to make that happen is like jesus christ and i think Fair, as boy. i
2: as i said to david there are probably 30 riders this morning who thought right last chance I'll be that person who's off the front on the penultimate 30 type.
3: max but yeah
2: Yeah. but you know but Pino was one of them and Pino had a great big target on his back yeah, <laughs> and like the weight of an entire nation We still did it and still managed to do it and did it so did it so convincingly as well um, you know it looked, looked great and it had legs it, you know it wasn't it it had everyone briefly kind of flailing around but then obviously it came back together. I loved it I thought it was great I've never seen a I've never seen a climb dedicated to one single rider no, like that so ever. so
3: good. Would have been a good race if they weren't interested in the stage, that, you know, Pog and vinegar yeah. on that Aww, breakaway.
4: Yeah. Because Bargill and T-Bow Bar-Gil, still went Peacock, for you know, sixth and seven. No. Bargill, yeah. where
2: did, where did Bargill pluck that performance he from? He was like he happy was chappy,
4: wasn't he, today? He was
2: absolutely great.
4: Just sharing the love.
2: Yeah, because he's not... He he Like Pino, he raced the Giro. But unlike Pino, he was doing absolutely nothing in the race, whereas whereas Thibaut was all over it. Um, but but that that was that was impressive. And briefly, Pitters looked like he was going to win the stage. He looked great. Yeah. And then he blew, unfortunately. And then he blew.
4: Funny helped Carlos Rodriguez. Yeah. Oh, that was a. Oh, that was
2: a tough one, wasn't it? And then they went. Yeah, Carlos Rodriguez and Sepp just mirroring their own yeah. accidents, just doing the same accident, like the same injuries, except it appears that it. It, it appears that uh, wait we're just uh, there we go me and Pete have just poured ourselves a little glass here in the back David yeah nice yeah, final transfer um, same same injury but Sepp came off way worse than old Carlos who battled his way on when Sepcus Kuss came over the line it was like
4: it was like a scene from a movie wasn't it oh, he, Pete was saying about gladiators yesterday yeah he looked like a, a slave a, a like not, a not very a gladiator. good gladiator yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. The opposite of Roglic. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, no, actually, not very good. Gladiator would be dead. So he that's like true. Pretty decent. He gladiator. survived it all. Yeah. 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 He made yeah. it. <laughs> that's
2: very true. That's very true.
3: But he looked battered, didn't he? Ah, quite the sight, wasn't it? A lot of blood.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: But I think he deserves some praise. Sepkosz. Yeah.
2: Well, he's just A been huge part praise, of actually. two winning Grand Tour teams. And How sought after Must he be? by ah. other teams? Yeah, he is that, he is that he's that X factor sort of mountain domestique, isn't he? So for those of you consistent. don't know, he did, I mean, he was really important for Roglic in the final week in the Dolomites, in getting that uh, Giro d'Italia win that was so well planned and so meticulously organised, and the way that they kept Sepkus back for action in the last three days was remarkable. He did sort of you know just trailed along before that, did absolutely nothing. So, and also that was that's not that wasn't just about the Giro. That was thinking about Sepkus. In May and July, the way they sort of marshalled his reserves at, at the uh, yeah at the Giro's, super impressive. Yeah. So there we go. What's up, dude? Do you think we've taken another wrong turn? No, then?
4: Citroen thing has taken us like the wrong way. It's they not d- doing the same d- as Google Maps. Oh right, right, uh, um, right. If one of you maybe can fire up Google Maps and keep an eye on it, that would be uh, uh,
2: useful. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're not really blaming (laughs) Citroen. It may just seem like that, but uh, but there we go. (laughs) Uh,
4: Pete, I am right now. We're just
2: having a normal conversation mid-part. It's great. Pete, go on. Um, (laughs) Tomorrow for the for the sort of like uh, the Paris show and the highlights show. I'm so sorry, David. By the way, for for
3: forgetting your phone charger in the office.
2: We never really explained that. Did we explain that properly? I'm not sure we did because. My f- my <coughs> charger
3: stopped working last night. So I only realised so at half eleven. David Lent. Left it on my door.
2: Yours. At Seven o'clock this yeah. morning. Because we all had an anti-social evening last night mm-hmm. after that long transfer, didn't we? Where we just went yeah. like, just a room service bed, get away from
4: each so other. So then I still... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going off pod when I figure this out. Yeah. yeah. I still still, so I still then. had it. Yeah, that's the microphone.
2: That's a mic drop from David Miller.
4: In my office.
3: Yeah. And yeah. then I um, just yeah. forgot to put it in my rucksack with all yeah. the rush and the chaos, getting off the top of the mountain. So yeah, pretty... Yeah. Good about that because yeah. I never like
2: letting David down no no David is there any help I don't know if it is I think we need to head to Epinal yeah have you seen signs for that yeah Um, for the show Pete in Paris have you been asked to do any kind of big sort of piece or are you doing any features or uh,
3: no not that I'm aware of oh right okay the only <coughs> thing I heard on the grapevine was me you and David but
2: I don't know if it's, it's gone away oh it's good it was deemed to be potentially too long and too boring.
0: <laughs> really? I'm not
2: sure. Well, no, no, I've put words into their mouths now, but too long. Yeah. Well, yeah. We were going to have a chat about our sort of. They, don't, lo- they
3: don't like long features. ITV, do they? No, not especially. Be short and snappy. I think relatively short and snappy. Relatively. So yeah. I
2: filled that gap with a um, quite humdrum piece about the best inserts from Team Radio. Oh right. Yeah. Thank you. Which I thought would be. Um, so there's Epi now. It's definitely not that way, David. No. no. Okay. Shut up! And this that's this way. That's coming off that D166. <laughs> That's a long way to Paris, as they say. <laughs> your mum's in Paris, Pete. Yep, she is. Yep,
3: my mum and her best friend Wendy.
2: Wendy Fallon. Hello, Wendy. Are they podcast Hi listeners? Hi, Wendy. Um, I know your mum is. My mum definitely time. is. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And I believe she's taking Wendy over for her birthday. Excellent. Yeah. um yeah, they got here on f- Friday night.
2: Excellent. But it's all... Uh, we're, we're all heading off fairly soon, aren't we? Like on Monday morning, we're all off and out. Yeah, 9 yeah.
3: o'clock oh for me. Different ways. David's similar. Yeah. yeah. You're not going anywhere, are you? Well, I'm going to France.
2: I'm going to France. I'm going to La Roche-Bernard. Yeah. So we're kind of heading away now. I don't know if we're on track. David's radio silence from David. He looks I'm He back. Back. looks confident. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically that's a stickered car isn't it ahead of yeah
4: it? no we're good now red cars uh, problems with red cars they just like completely adhere to the speed limit which oh, is a right. good thing obviously but yeah no, the right thing to do which is what we always do but <clears throat> I decided that
2: uh, a while ago that if I were to ever buy a car again I'd like to buy a second hand red Tour de France car from the Tour de France organisation <laughs> but yeah. ask them to keep all the stickers on and all the bits and pieces and just drive it around yeah. Lewisham I think it'd be cool very cool. I think it'd be cool, cool as, as well. Yeah.
4: Very hipster.
2: Yeah. And then we couldn't work out whether or not there's a special adaptation for um, Christian Prudhomme to stick his there's nose There's so many
3: the adaptations of within that car. Look yeah. at it.
2: Just have a little look because we're about to overtake it. Legally. It's hard to explain.
3: Um, got the visor on they the have
2: back. fridge in there as <coughs> well, don't they? Oh, they've champagne. got a champagne fridge. Yeah. They've got yeah little extra spoilers. That's the word. And serious, very serious. God, that doesn't look nice. Fan in there. No. No. Nah. So that was unimportant red car, though. Unimportant red car number 12. 12? Yeah. Whoa. That's a lot of red cars, isn't it? Yeah, yeah well, um, I- I'm lost for words, guys. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't know. Podcast vibe is not happening. We've, got, we've, got, we've got, not, a bit of, got a bit more of a picnic situation to work our way through, and hours and hours until we sleep as the sun slowly sets and we head endlessly west and away from the disputed territories of the Vosges towards the capital of France which goes by the name of